With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's game time. This is the game on News Radio KMAN. DG at the buzzer, guys. Yeah! I mean, the uh, the weather uh, advertisement was playing. He comes storming in, pops the top on his energy drink right as the intro is playing. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, that's everybody! Right, baby, he's ready to cook. Now that's an yeah, no doubt. That's how I'm gonna enter Thanksgiving. Barely, just enough time to sit down and have the all the tops popped off of everything. <laughs> Load me up, Grandma. <laughs> Let's go. Is grandma cooking? My grandma is cooking. She's uh, 82. And nice. She's, yeah. Good for her. Um, yeah, tortillas aplenty. Yeah, you were telling me off air that a while back that you have tortillas at your Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Instead of rolls or they're both? No rolls. No. Hmm. No. My I, There hasn't been a roll eaten at my grandparents' house, I don't think, ever. So, in other words, it's turkey tortillas. Absolutely. Well Roll done. Up. Well done. Um, you know, and I was like against that, but I, I've been going to a, a particular grocery store and getting these wraps. Oh, yeah. Uh, and there's turkey, and I'm all like, I mean, the only difference here is it's hot, and instead of ranch, there's gravy. <laughs> you know? I mean, try it's really it. not that different from a turkey wrap. Dude, try it. It's amazing. Amazing. Dude. Okay, then. Oh, so good. Troy, what are you doing? Uh, we are hosting my parents tomorrow. Right on. Very nice. How often have you guys hosted Thanksgiving? Uh, we've done this kind of off and on over time. Mom and Dad would, it depended on weather and what their trip schedules were like in coming out and uh, seeing us at, at those points, and also what my basketball schedule was. Oh, fair, uh, fair, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, and so that we did off and on while we were out there. We're starting to make this a more regular thing now Now that we're back in Kansas. So since they're only 45 minutes away, it works out. Right on. Lindsay and I will be going to my parents' house tomorrow in Morganville. Oh! There's going to be food. There's going to be darts, games. Beverages. Be- oh, yeah. Absolutely. Some pops. Popped. Dad gave me the warning on Monday. Uh-oh. Bring your tequila. <laughs> <laughs> He's ready to party. No, he's just saying if you guys want mules, you got to bring your own tequila. Because uh-huh. we put... Tequila instead of vodka. Oh, you do? Mules, yeah, yeah. Got my dad on him. So ginger beer, tequila, and a little bit of... And lime juice. What? It's very simple cocktail, and it's... The first one is always like, dang, it's a bit... Uh, <laughs> it's, 
the heck's going on here? A little bitter, a little sweet. Uh, but, man, that is a catch on quick. Yeah, buddy. That's awesome. Mexico mules. Uh, I call them Mexican mules. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's an official name for them. Mexicali but. mule. You know how it's a Moscow mule? It could be Mexicali mule. Ooh, write that down. Somebody. Where does Cali come from, though? Mexicali's a town in Mexico. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Mexicali. Or Monterey mule. I'm giving some ideas today. I also thought maybe like Tijuana mules or something. Ooh, that's no. Oh, that I think that bad. has a little more sass to it. That you know? has some sass. Cabo. Cabo Wabo mules. Ooh. A little too touristy for me. Okay. Uh, All right. I just figured you might buy Sammy's uh, you know, Sammy's tequila. There in Tijuana. I know it's just across the border of San Diego or whatever, but, you know. You're trying. A little rougher. Yeah, it is. I mean, come on, you know. All right, guys. Uh, v- extremely busy show. This is our last show of the week. Uh, we'll be taking two days off thanks to Thanksgiving. Thankful. Uh, hour two, Curry Sexton. Uh, usually with us on Thursday, he'll join us at five ten in the next hour. We'll have Mitch in Vegas number one song and ask us anything. Here, number number one, we're jam packed. Mitch Palm against Central Arkansas. Iowa State preview with Randy Peterson from the Des Moines Register. And guys, it's Wednesday, and you know what that means? Oh hell yeah! AEW Thanksgiving Eve tonight from Wintrust Arena in Chicago. The old trusty Chicago. They love that market. But, guys, it also means it's Derek Young from K-State Online. D.Y. going to join us for just one segment today. So let's get right to it. D.Y., very important question right out of the gate. I think last year we talked Thanksgiving sides, yay. What is D.Y. nay about? What side do you not want? Stuffing. Not a fan. That was fast. I think Deej is the same. Yeah. I'm not the biggest. My grandma made great stuffing. Haven't really found a stuffing that could touch it, you know. So yay, it's- yay's mashed, but yay mashed potatoes and gravy, mm-hmm. nay stuffing, and it's it's a very, very hard, cold, stone cold nay. I don't do the green bean casserole. I just oh, I, I, I even tell my parents I'm like just don't even worry about it. I think it's too much. Huh? We got plenty already. They're we never need- like I'm making it for me, not for you. Guy, I'd no. rather the casserole than just the green beans. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, and other than potatoes, I don't need many other vegetables. You know, just give me my mashed potatoes, give me my turkey. Maybe if you have ham in there as well, I'm good with ham on Thanksgiving. Love ham. Um, we're also going to do a blindly rank, rank five, by the way. Oh yeah. Thanksgiving edition. So, Deej, get ready to get your rank on. Wait, wait, wait. Where's everybody on mac and cheese? Real quick before oh. you drop knowledge on us, Dy. Where are you, mac and cheese? Are you a big-time mac and cheese on Thanksgiving or nay? When I was younger, I was. Now I'm just like, eh, it's fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, my grandma, who passed away in 2020, uh, right as the pandemic started, um, she always made homemade <sighs> mac and cheese, baked it. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that was another dish that's like nobody – it was famous here on this show because uh, my grandma would uh, put a, just a tad bit of mustard that's awful to me mustard is what appalls me the most in this entire world i think i've discussed that on the show before i think so how is how is it mustard man mayo's the thing that should disgust you like that well i mean mayo's not great either but mustard like more than a person more than anything in the world i am the most appalled by mustard Guys are crazy. <laughs> I you love try some mac and cheese, DY, and then you come talk to us. All right, yeah, d- but in terms of yeah. like a unique dish uh, that my family, 
always had for for Thanksgiving or at least over the holidays was actually something my my aunt Margie always made. It was graham cracker pudding. Um, something you don't terribly Ooh. hear a whole lot, but it was exceptional. Yeah, well, awesome. I my favorite pie is like chocolate pie. That's maybe a bit juvenile nah, when it comes yeah, to pies. Yeah, it definitely is juvenile, <laughs> but uh, but it's amazing. Holidays. Yeah, I, I you can't go wrong with pumpkin pie, but I think apple pie is probably my favorite. Mm. You know, I haven't had an apple pie since I used to eat at McDonald's. <laughs> so my my grandmother, uh, see, it's not my favorite just because I don't like cherries. But the big thing in our family was my grandmother. She's passed away now, but she had like a you know a, a very special recipe for cherry pie. Can we just uh, take just a quick second to acknowledge? The grandmas, yeah, out there that are still out there killing it on Thanksgiving. Thanks, grandma. Without you, we'd be in a tight spot. Yeah, for so sure. shout out to grandmas uh, out there that are uh, going to get after it here and very soon. Uh, depending, <laughs> you might have a Thanksgiving lunch to get ready for. That bird is going in the oven soon. Uh, Dy, we don't have a lot of time, so a lot of rapid fire stuff. I wanted to touch just briefly on basketball. What were your takeaways from the trip for, at the Bahamas in the two games for the Cats? Uh, we're going to do rapid fire, so we'll make it quick. I would say just that they got to win. You play two NCAA tournament teams, one a top 10 team really in Miami where you were going to blow it out, but you at least made that respectable by the finish. But I thought the huge thing was getting a win because I think Providence is pretty tough. They're obviously very physical too. Tonight against you, uh, against Central Arkansas, the Bears of Central Arkansas, what are you wanting to see tonight? Uh, A comfortable win and just growth on the defensive end, which has been troubling at times this year, but a, but a comfortable win. They they have a pretty poor record. They've lost almost all their games. I think they have one win. Mm-hmm. But they have actually – now, Kansas State will be the toughest team they've played thus far this season, I believe, yep. but they've actually kept every game pretty respectable. They played Vanderbilt close, but Vandy did not have, I believe, three starters for that yeah. game. Um, and every game they've played, even though they've been tight – if you look at the numbers, it's been average basketball. And, and the timing of this game is a, is a little tricky, I will say. Not that I expect that to put Kansas State in danger, but it's your first game after being in the Bahamas, and it's the game right before Thanksgiving, which you'll probably have the dullest uh, atmosphere in Bramlage this year, I would imagine. Yeah, other than Christmas break. Yeah, you're probably right. Um well, it's interesting because it is like the the day before Thanksgiving. That's when everybody comes home and wants to go out and do right. something fun. And I think at this point last year they were playing Radford, I believe, and I think they went ahead and just made like a three or four o'clock game because of that. Would have taken that. Yeah. Would have taken that. Uh, all right, so I'll, I'll talk more about that game coming up in our next segment with Mitch Palm. Give a little bit more of a preview into uh, into Central Arkansas. Uh, one thing we, we've kind of touched on in the show this week, we can touch more on it now, D.Y., um, looking at K-State football, looking at the tiebreakers. Right now, K-State faces a slim chance, but two potential tiebreakers. It's the same as last week. Either want Texas to lose, lose to Texas Tech, or you want both Oklahoma and Oklahoma State to lose their games, and K-State will find themselves into the Big 12 championship game. Uh, Oklahoma uh, will be at home uh, against TCU. Meanwhile, Oklahoma State will be at home against BYU. So all those three teams are at home. Do you have any optimism about any of those tie-breaking scenarios working out in K-State's favor? Uh, Something I will add is that I don't believe 
a Texas loss by itself will be enough. Now it might really? be it might be dependent on other things that can go their way that maybe even be likely. But I don't think because last week, because I think it matters who they're losing to, just because of the look. To be quite honest, you got to remember this is the Big Twelve. That I don't think they even know. Um, part of the release this week at the end was like, if Texas loses, we really don't have a clue. So uh, I really can't say I definitely know, but I think if Texas loses this week, they may need a little bit more than that because I think the only Texas loss specifically that would have put Kansas State in was if they specifically lost to Iowa State last week. Them losing to Texas Tech is not a bad thing, but I think a little bit more has to happen. But I think Texas is going to win against Texas Tech. The thing with the oh, with that game is, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the the thing with that game is the Red Raiders. When they've been good this year, it's because they've been able to run the ball. Uh, Taj Brooks is b- a big, big piece for them. They're playing better as of late. But guess what? The only team you absolutely can't run on this year is Texas. Mm. So it, it to me, it's not a great matchup. Now I think Oklahoma has shown that they can be vulnerable every week. But at the end of the day, um. I do think Oklahoma probably is the most vulnerable this weekend as well, because TCU is a kind of a hot and cold team, good enough to maybe put up a put up a fight, but they're also bad enough to just lay an egg too. So you never know what you're going to get. Oklahoma State, they're playing BYU. They're probably in the best shape I think this weekend, just because BYU is probably coming off. You know, it, it, they're in a tough spot just because they thought that they were in position to win last week against Oklahoma. And uh, Oklahoma State got their scare last week, and I think they'll regroup and probably wake up a little bit. Okay, so I was just trying to figure out all the tiebreaker stuff because last week what I just broke down before Utah DY was the scenario last week. But I, man, it gets so complicated. But I, I, but if you go to the common opponents, which you would in the four way tie, the common opponents that all four have is is uh, Iowa State and KU, which K State if beats Iowa State will beat them both. Texas beat them both. And then Oklahoma State lost to Iowa State. Oklahoma lost to KU. Yeah, so, so maybe. Yeah, look, your guess is as good as mine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, let's make it clear: the Big Twelve has really muddied this thing, and 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 they literally are acting like they don't know either. So it's it's tough. I don't know. To be honest, when you get beyond the the head to head stuff, when trying to determine tiebreakers, I think I said it on last week's show. I think they should do college playoff football ranking. All right. Well, D.Y. is our guest from K-State Online. Uh, we'll try to squeeze in a couple more questions here. Yep. Which is more concerning to you about this game Saturday, the KU hangover, very dramatic win, emotional roller coaster, the weather, or Iowa State's defense? The emotional hangover, because they really basked in the glory of that win, celebrated it hard. You could tell it meant a lot when that happens, not just for Kansas State, but to college football teams in general because they are still college age kids it could be hard to kind of recalibrate refocus shift direction on the task at hand and, you know, and we'll see what happens i mean just i'm not calling Kansas state out here but you know you had some guys still posting things i think as recently as tuesday about that win so you do wonder a little bit if the focus is there chris climbing teens typically don't have this kind of problem but you never know um these are college age kids so i Iowa State is a really good defense, but Kansas State is a really good offense. That doesn't alarm me too much. The The weather does a little just because that can maybe di- dictate the tempo, the pace of the game, make it low possession 
just like KU did to make it, you know, interesting in Lawrence. And I think a low possession game favors the underdogs in a lot of times in these types of contests. And it's a rivalry game. So you'd hate for that to uh, determine the direction of this game. But more than anything, I do think it's, you know, the propensity of teams in this spot to kind of suffer hangovers. Do you give K-State a chance to score 40 points? 41 points, excuse me. No, between that Iowa State defense, the pace of this game and the weather, I think mm-hmm. I would be pretty stunned if they scored 40. All right, D.Y., to wrap up, anything recruiting we needed to know? I think they're going to lose Grant Bricks. Uh, he was obviously supposed to visit this weekend. I don't think it's going to happen. Mm. I think that one's going to go Nebraska's way. All right. Well, D.Y., I'm going to see you here in a little over an hour. Thank you for uh, squeezing us in for a quick uh, interview, and uh, we'll see you at, the, at Bramlage here in a few. Absolutely. Anytime. Derek Young, K-State Online, also on PowerCat Game Day. You'll hear that at 3 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. And a kickoff between the Cats and Iowa State coming up at 7.05 is the official kickoff time from Bramlage at a cold, or I'm sorry, from a cold Bill Snyder Family Stadium right here on Cayman is where you hear the radio broadcast. We'll take our first break when we come back. Mitch Palm against Central Arkansas. Second meeting all time between the two. We'll preview the Bears next. Welcome back to the game. Mitch Fortner with Troy Coverdale and David G. Troy doing us a solid and running our board today in our phone number 537-1350. In our next segment, we'll speak with Randy Peterson from the Des Moines Register to talk Iowa State football. Blindly ranked five. Hopefully we'll be able to squeeze that in at the end of the first hour. Curry Sexton, Mission Vegas in hour number two. All right. Mitch Palm got the old science kit back out. And it's time to determine a winner for tonight's matchup. K-State. Central Arkansas. Here's Mitch Ball with tonight's prediction. Cats three and two. Central Arkansas is one and four. As the Wildcats begin a four-game homestand, where I said yesterday, Cats really just need to take care of business. Like, and like what do I said? Uh, Cats just looking to take care of business tonight. Uh, second meeting all time between the Cats and Bears. First was back on December 1st, 2013. Wow. Uh, Ten years ago in Bramlage, final score 87-54. to 54. So already disadvantaged Central Arkansas history, not on their side. Oh, boy. Uh, for Central Arkansas, they were picked to finish 12th in the A-Sun poll. That's seven uh, lettermen with three returning starters. And last year's team, not bueno. <laughs> Nine and twenty-two was their record. They finished thirteenth in the standings with a four and fourteen conference mark. They're under fifth-year head coach Anthony Boone. And so far for Central Arkansas, yeah, off to a slow start. They lost to Tulsa seventy to fifty-three. They lost to Vanderbilt seventy-five seventy-one. Again, Vandy, who was an NIT team last year without three starters, I believe, uh, lost to Arkansas Pine Bluff. 85-83. 85-83. Has Pine Bluff ever been good? No. And then their uh, their other loss was to Southeast Missouri, 70-68. to So close losses. Their only win was at home against Hendricks. Oh, the powerhouse known as Hendricks. Yeah, yeah, known yeah. as Hendricks. Uh, we, love, uh, we love those guys. It was the college that Jimi Hendrix started. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, those guys. Yeah, they've won so many national titles. He was so impressed with what he saw when he played at Sacramento State's 
nest that yeah. he decided he wanted to start his own university. It's crazy, dude. Uh, so Hendricks, I believe, is a D2. D3, excuse Ooh. me, a D3 um, out of Conway, Arkansas. So they're in the same, same town. T- right, yeah, yeah. cross-town rivals. Jeez. Actually, Troy, can you look this up? What is Hendricks College, what is their mascot? What is their oh, nickname? Oh, I saw this the other day. and be curious to know. Yeah, give me a moment But here. anyway, Central Arkansas <laughs> won 82-39. to 39. The Warriors. Oh, shout out to the Warriors. Warriors and Bears. They are the Warriors. Oh, sorry. They are the Warriors. I love that song. Bang, bang. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, so right now for Central Arkansas, they have three players in double figures. Who I've been actually most impressed with is their big man. And this is going to be an interesting matchup for guys like um, David Gasson, Jarrell Colbert, Will McNair, because this is a good rebounding team. Elias Cato is the big standout to me so far. He wears number 25. He's a 6'9 Ford. And he's right now averaging uh, 15 points a game. He's around 57% from the floor, um, but also will get out there and rebound six rebounds a game for Cato. He's their leading scorer. Their other two top scorers are actually freshmen. Uh, Javion Guy King wears number two. He's a 6'6 guard, and he's averaging 13 points a game. And then there's Tucker Anderson, who wears number 12. He's a 6'9 forward who is averaging right now uh, 10 points a game. And also, uh, Javion Guy King, he's also averaging seven rebounds a game. So that's a 6'6 guard that can score and rebound. He's averaging uh, close to a double-double. And they can't win. Yeah. Yeah, The thing is that Central Arkansas, they're averaging 71 points a game. They're shooting 42% total from the field. Mm. And they're shooting 32% from three-point range. So they're playing close games, but they're doing it against pretty soft competition, and the numbers are average to below average so far this year. So, I mean, credit to them for, I guess, playing close games, but they're still one and four, and they really haven't played anybody other than Vanderbilt, which I'm not sure how Vandy's supposed to be. But again, Vandy didn't have three key players, three of their best players in that game. They're still trying to get them back, as a matter of fact. Now, what the Bears do well is the best thing they do is rebound. This will be an interesting to see how these uh, stats finish out. As uh, the Bears right now, plus 2.4 rebound margin through five games. Winning the rebound category three times so far. Only trailed Simo by four. And again, I mentioned Javion Guy King, Elias Cato. They are very tough rebounders. Their top rebounder is actually number zero. And Glory Eaton, 6'9 forward, and he's averaging nine rebounds a game. Jeez. Now, a rebounder I didn't bring up for K-State is Arthur Kaluma. He's another guy I'm interested to see. Does he keep up his consistency of attacking the boards? He has averaged nine rebounds a game. K-State's been a top 30 team so far in the nation in offensive rebounds. I think that's a pretty big key tonight. K-State just keeping the Bears off the glass. Keep them one and done. And also win some rebounds when you're going after them offensively. K-State has done such a a fantastic job this year of grabbing offensive boards. Let's just convert those more into points uh, against Central Arkansas. Now, we got to get to famous alumni. Yeah, we do. Who's a famous sugar bear? 
Well, of course, we mentioned him yesterday, Scotty Pippen. Yeah. This is a really good start for Central Arkansas. That's a great start. Scotty Pippen in your famous alumni starting lineup, you're going to win a lot of games potentially. He's a yeah. good leader. Yeah. 17 seasons in the NBA, won six titles with the Chicago Bears, one of the best small forwards of all time. He was alongside Michael Jordan in an important role for the Bulls in their championship run. Next, I actually looped two into one. I oh. gave him a two-for-one special. <laughs> Chris Allen, who won American Idol, and Natalie White, who won Survivor. Whoa! I'm thinking, you know, how many universities out there have both American Idol and a Survivor winner? You know what? That'd be a great trivia question. I bet there's not any. I think that's probably Very it. few. Yeah. Very few, if any. Wow! Other than Central Arkansas. So shout out Bears. I don't know either one of those people, but Amazing. Uh, Natalie White won Survivor Samoa, which was season 19, so we're talking a long, a long time ago. Time. I mean, this is season 45 that's currently going on right now. Jeez. Survivor's kind of big. Yeah. But Mitch Palm found one famous alumni that just didn't look good for Central Arkansas. That's former Texas head coach Charlie Strong. Oh, no. Who's now a defensive analyst at Alabama, but finished 16-21 and 21 at Texas. Only made it three years. Probably should have been fired after the KU game, but they gave him one more against TCU and lost that game as well. Oh. Yeah, he was the next hot name in coaching. Then he went to Texas and ruined it. All right, so again, my keys to this game. I mentioned the rebounding. I put Arthur Kaluma on double-double alert. Uh, for tonight, I, I you know honestly, David Kassan, double mm-hmm. double alert as well for David. Uh, but also, I I just want to see K State find that rhythm, um, three point shooting. I mean, four for twenty eight is not going to cut it. Um, this team has potential to be a strong three point shooting team. Right now, they're at thirty two percent. That's a number that you don't want to stay at throughout the season in Big Twelve play. So I just want to see a bounce back shooting the basketball. They did a fantastic job in the paint against Miami, but outside shooting was not there. Mm-mm. So I want to see both. I want to see consistency throughout the floor. I want to see at least 10 threes tonight. Yeah. At least 10. Yeah. I got that feeling they're going to go off tonight against Central Arkansas. Ken Palm gives K-State a 98% chance of knocking off the Bears, 86-62. Mitch Palm says 99%. Cats win it 82-59 tonight Ooh-hoo-hoo. inside of Bramlage Coliseum. We take our next break, and when we come back, we speak with Randy Peterson from the Des Moines Register. We talk Iowa State Cyclones football next. All right, here we go. Let's blindly rank five. DG's in the hot seat. Blindly rank five works like this. I give Deej five things, one at a time. He ranks them one at a time, which he won't know what's coming next. He has to anticipate what might be coming. All right, Deej, here we go. You're... Category is Thanksgiving traditions, traditions that come with Thanksgiving. Yes. All right. Number one, and again, you rank it how you want to, watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Jeez, that's a five. That's dumb. Not a parade guy. Macy's is too expensive for me. The balloons are dumb. I'm out. See ya! I'm usually outside throwing the pigskin around. Well, how does... uh, How'd the old wife think about that, though, with the kids? Does Sarah, would Sa- oh, is Sarah going to like, hey, let's watch the parade with the oh, girls? Yeah. Sarah's like, she's corny like that. Yeah, she loves that stuff. All right, well, number two, you put Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade at number five. We're, again, we're ranking Thanksgiving traditions. Number two is just eating turkey. Turkey, the main 
course or the main attraction for the actual meal. How do you feel about turkey? Number one. I love turkey. It's all about the turkey. If you show a picture, if somebody got a tattoo of a turkey on their arm, you'd be like, that person loves Thanksgiving. Turkey means Thanksgiving. That's what people love. So you you think, you're not thinking that guy's a turkey? Well, I mean, yeah, you're a turkey if you get a turkey tattoo, but I'm also like, he loves Thanksgiving. It means Thanksgiving. Some people are kind of anti, like, they're not about the turkey. It's too dry. For sure. And it's like, oh, okay, that's, oh, wow, what a mind blower. I've never heard that one before. Shut up. Turkey one, Thanksgiving Day Parade five. five. Get out of my face. Number three is every Thanksgiving you have an opportunity to watch the Detroit Lions yeah. and Dallas Cowboys play back-to-back. That's number two. Number three is number two. Da- uh, the debt Dow. Uh, conundrum. I think you're going to see two blowouts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Lions play the who? The Commanders? The Packers. Uh, Packers. Cowboys Ooh. have the Commanders. Oh, God. Yeah. And then Seattle and somebody. But in the night I, game. like the Packers and Jordan Love, they always get, they get like beat to heck for three quarters. And in the fourth quarter, they're in it for, for some crazy mm. reason. I bet you'll see something like that. So you go Turkey one, football two. The Parade 5. Yeah. All right. Number four is a lunchtime Thanksgiving meal. Ooh. Eating at lunch. That's a four. Give me four at four. Okay. Seriously? Be- yeah. Because I. W- when do you eat Thanksgiving? Lunch. Yeah. Really? We're a lunch too. Yeah. We're more like a, it could be anywhere from two to five. We're eating at five o'clock in, at night. That's usually if you've made a mistake with the turkey. <laughs> No, this one is just people traveling. We got somebody has to work, which is like unheard of, and so we had to stretch it to five. Thanks a lot, cousin Antonio. All right, so the last one is Black Friday shopping. Mm, that's a solid three. I, well, I like to drive around and look at the lines. Shout out to my friends at the Fridge Wholesale Liquor Store. They have people camping out. Oh yeah, they do. It's crazy. Okay, so would you rather watch the? Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade or participate in Black Friday shopping? Black Friday all day. Really? I want to go. You like good deals. I wa- Capitalism I lo- to a core. I love good deals, and I love a good shoving match. You know what I mean? I like to <laughs> mix it up a little bit over a toaster on, oven. On, on a $98 TV. Absolutely. That was $102. Right. Exactly. <laughs> ah, yeah. You know, it's funny. I haven't done Black Friday shopping in a while, but I have a real itch to go get a 80-inch TV. Oh, yeah. Baby. I've kind of wanted one for a while. I want someone to try to steal it from me after I grab it. You know what I mean? I want that. Hey, th- hey, we're doing upgrade in this room. Yeah! The, the only bummer is, though, is like, they tell you, like, okay, we can't actually put it in your car for you. We can only bring it to your car. Sure. It's up to you to put it in your car. Good luck with that. God dang it. You gotta get a truck, dude. I got a truck. You want to go shopping with me? Let's do it. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine strapping an 80-inch TV down at the roof of my car? <laughs> Curry Sexton is coming up next, and so is our two in your local news.